Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. We are kicking off Transfer Portal Week. It's going crazy, but we're here to talk about high school recruiting because that's still going on. Coaches are on the road. Brian Kelly conducting in-home visits. But first, Shay, we've got to go back to last Thursday uh, when uh, Keelan Moses four-star linebacker committed to LSU, bringing the class of 2025 up a notch with the Baton Rouge native. Uh, You were there for us, set the scene, and uh, share uh, what you saw from one of the now immediate leaders in this class. Yeah, he announced the decision right after uh, UHI's basketball game. They got a one-point win, um, came down to the wire, uh, I believe against McKinley, and then um, went right to Keelan Moses' announcement. Uh, he had a uh, red and white cake out there, uh, no hats or anything, and uh, had some banners of all the teams and then said, uh, as he sat down, he kind of jokingly said, I'm going to Alabama, which obviously is where his brother Dylan went and everyone, uh, all the students kind of chuckled and he wasted no time. He said LSU and hit the music and they start playing. I'm from Louisiana and the purple smoke everywhere. And um, it was very quick to the point. LSU, he thanked everybody before he went and did a little ceremony uh, from his mom to his older brother, Dylan, who he said he leaned on a lot during the process to his teammates, everybody at U High. Um, great kid. We've talked about that a million times on the podcast. So gave all of his thanks, um, did all that. It wasn't one of those ceremonies, Billy, where like the principal spoke, then the AD, then the janitor, then the you know <laughs> vice principal, then his art teacher, you know, it was just straight up mentor. Yeah. 
Keelan take the wheel. He did it. And uh, then afterwards, he talked to the media for a while and said, one, I know people are kind of talking about potential coaching changes. He said, look, I'm committed to the school. I go to you high. I'm familiar with LSU. That's where I've always wanted to play. And then he said that Frank Wilson played a very big role in his recruitment. And uh, obviously, Frank's been around long enough to where Dylan was uh, a guy he recruited and went through that process with. So, so he's known Keelan for a long time. And he said he just likes BK, the direction they're going, and maybe more than anything, Billy, and certainly fitting for the recruiting podcast was, he said, uh, I name no names, but I promise we will compete, if not have the number one recruiting class in the country in 2025. And as we've talked about Billy before on the podcast, um, they may have that in about a month's time. It's just a matter of if they get it and then hold on to it. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I think uh, Keelan's uh, commitment is a really nice kind of get the get the momentum back going into this offseason now for LSU. I mean, he's a very well-spoken young man. And uh, you, you said Keelan take the wheel. I mean, he's got the long hair. He could be kind of a an LSU Jesus uh, in a way, uh, rolling in there with with the long hair um, for, for his commitment. Um, but I think with Keelan, what I like about him is he's done it all for you high. And I think that's something that as we go through the evaluation piece of it, it's always nice to see guys not only not come off the field because they are that good, but also just want to play both sides of the ball, contribute, things like that. His teammate, a highly touted 2026 prospect, Lamar Brown does that. Um, some there for you high as well. Um, but this is a really key big name in Louisiana that has some you know, kind of staying power for him. Uh, you see on the on three industry ranking, if you're watching on YouTube, he's a top 200 prospect overall, top 25 linebacker. Um, on three has him in the top 250, top 25 linebacker. So the consensus is really solid, just four star prospect. And um, we'll see as the rankings go on and, and as more guys emerge and uh, junior off seasons begin and, and then senior years go how his ranking and evaluation will, will go. But most importantly, he's a big name that LSU got off the board early on. They made him a priority early, early on in Brian Kelly's uh, tenure. Um, they had him on campus a bunch over the last few years. You mentioned it on uh, the podcast, how, you know, they you know, probably hosted him or not probably they hosted him as much as any um, prospect that they've, been after uh lately Without a doubt. yeah and and um matt house coaching staff worked with him not um last summer because he was recovering from injury but the summer before uh that was when we saw him out there at camp and, and there's a couple good picks uh rolling around from that one but a really nice addition for this 2025 class and and he can if he was the only linebacker lsu signed it wouldn't it would be perfectly fine with the group they got in 24 i know they'll they'll look for more linebackers there's no doubt but uh, a nice piece here. Oh, absolutely. And you look at it now, they have a top five recruiting class. Keelan talked about getting a lot of Louisiana guys. I asked him that specifically is Louisiana is so deep in 2025. He's one of the top five players. He's ranked by the on three industry rankings as the number three player in Louisiana, but they've got double digit guys already in the on three top 300. And these guys are just wrapping up their junior year. So imagine how many more guys will surface and the rankings will shuffle and they've got double digit offers already out uh, to the 2025 class in Louisiana. And he said that he's close to a lot of them. They're already, for instance, you know, on things like group chats and, you know, they see each other on not only Friday nights, but they play seven on seven together with a couple of different teams and obviously see each other on official or excuse me, college campus visits, which 
a lot of them were together for games this year. So he got the sense or he gave us the sense, the media, that he sort of wants to be the guy who spearheads it. And he's going to make sure that he stays in the ear of everybody and they continue to stack up on this top five class that right now, as we run it down, I mean, you start at the top with DeCorian Moore out of Texas. He's the number two receiver in the entire country, five star. Uh, then you've got Keelan, you've got JD LaFleur, who's John David or um, John David LaFleur's son, uh, David LaFleur's son uh, out of LSU, first round pick back in the day, uh, coming out of Sulphur, Brett Bordelon, uh, another LSU legacy coming out of Newman, playing on the O line. Uh, and then Teron Francis, Louisiana's top ranked receiver. Uh, and then Jalen Bell, who was their first commit, uh, coming out of Georgia. So a nice start. You've got six guys committed, you've got a top five class, and we'll talk about. Some more 2025 guys here in a little bit, but um, I don't think Keelan's far off to say that they have a very real shot at the number one class. And if things go as planned, right, with the guys they're in on and how highly ranked they are, they will have um, at least a top five, top four class, which is uh, one of the highest finishes they've had in recent years. Yeah, this is uh, it's teeing up nicely. Again, like you said, we'll talk about other 2025 prospects later in the pod because there are some more pressing pieces of news to get to here. Uh, early on in the pod, but uh, if LSU lands that number one class, uh, what's the best way to celebrate, Shay? Rogue Shop. Rogueshop.com, promo code Tiger with 10% off. You can get access to the Bengal Tigers home for legal CBD, THC, and more. Uh, the pre-rolls, the gummies, the tinctures, the pain cream. They've got pet medication as well for pet anxiety and helping them sleep. Um, it is uh, just a great partner for us here at the Bengal Tiger, Richard and Shar, uh, it's a veteran-owned business, and they grind. Um, they're up on the live chat on the website, helping people out with whatever they have questions with. If they're trying to find some guidance on what is best for them, they're there to help you through that entire process. So um, we love our partnership with Rogue Shop, and and they continue to hook it up for Bengal Tiger subscribers. Yeah, I told everybody to get stocked up for the holidays now. Go ahead and get your discount code. They'll be running different promo codes. They did Black Friday already, uh, but we've always got the Bengal Tiger promo code if you check out. But uh, I said it last week. I was stocking up. It has arrived. I'm good for the holidays. I can fly with it. No big deal. So um, I am rocking and rolling, as you all normally know. i uh big fan uh, of the gummies um, for sleep at end of the night, crash, sleep through the night. Nothing's changed on that front. So I stocked up with a uh, a couple of different options. And if you go on the website, Billy, they've got a million options. As you said, uh, Char will be in there. The chat will pop up. It's not a bot. It is actually her. Uh, and she'll sit there and talk to you about what you are looking for or what you might be interested in and get you going from there. So shout out to uh, to Mr. Rogue, Char, and uh, everyone over at Rogue Shop. Shay, as a... Uh... The wheels in recruiting continue to turn. Uh, news pops up left and right. Um, it's been a few days now, but or a couple days now, I should say. But uh, it just seems like, you know, with coaching changes around the country, we're expecting something every single day. But the main one that we're watching uh, now that it has happened is Gabriel Relliford, who decommitted from Texas A&M over the weekend. He turned around uh, and set a commitment date. It was going to be Saturday. Well, he moved it up. To Friday now. So in just a few short days, Gabriel Relliford out of Evangel Christian there in Shreveport will announce his college decision. And he is uh, an awesome prospect. Top 75 on on three, top 10 defensive lineman, top four prospect in Louisiana, 
who knows where the final rankings end up, might very well end up the number one prospect uh, in Louisiana, or at least a top-ranked D lineman. Um, LSU has needed defensive lineman, Shea, and he is one that the Tigers appear to be the favorite for now and uh, would be ecstatic to land. Yeah, I think this one is obviously trending LSU's way. I think Trey Des, in my opinion, is Trey Des Green finishes as the number one prospect in Louisiana, LSU's tight end commitment, and that Relaford slides into that second spot, which I think he would be deserving of. He's had two back-to-back really great years at Evangel. Obviously, had been committed to AM for a while. They have all the staff shake up. Elijah Robinson, his D-line coach, recruiter, uh, takes the D.C. job at Syracuse. And uh, what they get Relaford and his parents, uh, sibling into town and uh, whole family, I should say, into town this past weekend for an official visit. He's around the other commits. He's around the whole staff. We told you guys they were going to roll out the red carpet. And what Sunday night, Billy, Monday, he was decommitted. So uh, and ready to set a decision date of that same week. He originally said Saturday and then he said due to popular demand, basically, uh, everyone wants it done at school. So he's going to do it at school on Friday um, in front of the whole Evangel student body and all of his coaches and teachers will get to be there to see it in the media. And uh, I think that will be a day that LSU fans celebrate. Uh, Billy, you put in your on three RPM pick here, correct? I did. I did. It is official. Um, I, I had my pick in. I think I was the the only one that had Texas A&M. I could be wrong on that, but um, now ready to uh, move that pick to LSU and did that. Um, I guess, what was it, so late Sunday night or first thing Monday morning, I guess, uh, made that move. And, I mean, you you look at a guy who decommits and says, I'm picking between LSU and USC. There's no confidence on USC's side from what we gathered. Their insiders also put in picks for LSU. And this is, you know, the perfect storm for LSU. And regardless of how it happens, all, all that matters is that Relaford signs with LSU because they need – defensive lineman they need elite defensive lineman and he's got the potential to be one of those guys else likes him to play kind of an edge role but I see him being like a strong side defensive end who could grow into a three tech I know he sees himself a little bit more as uh, a guy who can come off the edge but um, he's just dominant and he works really hard and comes from a family that is is really really just I mean they they really it, it was a struggle throughout the process. You know, LSU kept chipping away, chipping away. And, um, you know, they were big on their word. And and then when things changed in College Station, it kind of creaked that door pretty wide open. And there he was basically um, pulling into his house uh, back there in Shreveport and, and decommitting from A&M once that news broke. So uh, LSU getting a chance to reel him in. It doesn't matter how. It just matters that it happened. Well, and we said all along, and I maintained this, I thought it was going to come down to an official visit weekend and in-homes, meaning I thought it was going to come down to that final month, right? When you hit December, that's when kids, you know, you can say all these things all along, but when you're a few weeks out from signing, Billy, and you're a Louisiana kid, any kid, but let's in this scenario, you're a Louisiana kid and you're thinking of leaving the state. That's when it really starts to, they, you know, when, Brian Kelly and the staff are in home with you when you're on your official visit to LSU and you get that feel for LA, you know Louisiana and staying home and they're giving you the pitch of this is more than just a football decision. It's a life decision. That's when we've seen a lot of guys shift late. I thought that would happen. Obviously, they knocked it out of the park on 
the official visit weekend, in-home visits to come. I think that only solidifies things. I am not far from putting in my on three RPM pick. I'm always a little bit slower. Uh, so I don't know. Me and you move at different paces. I'll pull the trigger quickly sometimes. At other times, you will. But uh, yeah, good balance. It's a good balance, but I'm not far from it. And I think that uh, here soon I'll be having my pick on Gabe Relaford to uh, to LSU. And I just want to say too, for so long that people worried about defensive line additions in this class, at the high school level, they had two Louisiana guys in the boat and we waited and waited and wondered and wondered. And for a long time, people doubted that Relaford would flip. And look, I know that AM had staff shake up all that. LSU never let up here. And I always go back to the conversation I shared with the podcast before on the podcast before now, um, when I talked to Gabe, the day got the LSU offer, he was like, this is my dream school, all this, but A&M offered me first and I need to be loyal. And I think he went through all that. And I think then when there was the staff shakeup and then Elijah Robinson leaving, that takes all that off his shoulder. There's no burden on your shoulder to feel like they were first. They offered you first stick with them because those guys aren't there anymore. And now I think that made it really easier for him to say what he kind of felt all along was, I want that LSU offer. I want to play at LSU. Now he's got that chance. Yeah. When I interviewed him, he, he said that the staff shakeup was the reason why he was backing off. But at the same time, like you said, LSU knocked it out of the park, which is all that matters. And and they really, like you said, didn't let up Frank Wilson, Sherman Wilson, uh, J.R. Belton. There's uh, he tweeted out a picture of him and, uh, Lance Hurd, um, who, who was involved with his official visit, uh, Matt House, you know, this entire staff, uh, really, and Brian Kelly uh, went in on him as, you know, one of their top remaining targets in 2024. And they let him know how big of a priority he is. So, you know, what what is unlucky for AM could be very lucky for LSU here in a couple of days. And we expect it to be. And, and you know, that's how it, that's how the cookie crumbles. I mean, you look at Weston Davis, you know, he said Brad Davis didn't let up, but also um, when I interviewed him after the official visit or his um, visit a couple of weeks ago, he was like, yeah, I've watched A&M's offensive line and the coaching change I saw coming. So I flipped. And so all those things just work in your favor. That's why it's, you know, there's a lot of takes out there, I'm sure on the board from, from people doubting Gabe or whatever, but um, you know, if he ends up a tiger, a tiger, I've maintained this since, early March that I thought he was a solid four-star prospect and uh, can make a difference. And so if LSU gets him, uh, that's addressing a need in a big way. And you look at bringing him in, Sean Washington, maybe another transfer portal guy. It's a really good haul. Yeah. And look, everyone has said all along too, Brian Kelly, go lock up the best players in Louisiana, lock up some D linemen. Well, he's both those. He's a top five player in Louisiana in what is a relative down year. So it was heavy at the top. So even more of an emphasis is put there on those guys. And he's a top 10 D lineman nationally on on three. So that fits across the board, everything you wanted. If this one plays out as we expect, this is 100% one of the biggest recruiting wins for LSU this cycle. Yeah, led the state in sacks the last two years. So uh, he puts it together. Um, and and Shay, let's, let's go over because we get asked all the time. It is down the stretch in the recruiting process. And you know, people are, you know, looking at a guy like Gabe Relaford who looks like he's going to stay home in Louisiana at this point. And you know, people want to know what's the other defensive lineman in Louisiana doing? Dominic McKinley, uh, who LSU did go and uh, they were on the sidelines watching him play while they played Carr, which, of course, LSU has Teron Francis committed. 
Um, it seems like Dominic McKinley is kind of, you know, just in this kind of no man's land. Elijah Robinson leaves. He doesn't know if he's going to sign with AM. Texas is in there. LSU kind of certainly keeping him warm. Um, this one, if they can get him on campus for a, another visit, maybe the same thing happens. But this one, like it has been kind of throughout his process, very quiet, very uh, close to the vest. Um, but he had a fumble recovery against Carr. He's been playing some better football late in the year. Um, LSU would would take his commitment if they needed to. Yeah, I think this is the bit really for me. And I don't know if Draylon Miller, I would even put him as a guy I'm heavily monitoring anymore, the wide receiver out of Texas. I'm not sure where he ends up, but it just seems like LSU said, hey, the ball's in your court from talking to sources. They went a month basically saying, all right, you're decommitted more than a month. You're decommitted from AM. If you want on board, take it. And nothing ever happened. And the portal window is open now. I think that they probably take one, if not two, portal receivers. So the Draylon Miller train or ship may have sailed. We'll see. The buzz I've gotten, though, is that Dominic McKinley is outside of Gabe Relaford, their final high school realistic target here in the end. And Billy, I don't know how realistic it is. Like, does he stick with AM? Does he flip to Texas? Which even before the Elijah Robinson and Jimbo stuff, People were like, oh, he, you know, there's buzz that he's going to visit Texas. There's buzz Texas might flip him. Does he make an official visit to LSU? We shall see. But I think that's going to be the big thing now. They can go in home with him. They've done that. They'll get another in home visit, all that. But do you get him to campus for an official visit with his family, lock him in in a similar way that maybe you kind of did with Gabriel Elliford, where you blow him and the family away and say, this is a spot for you? I think that's what it's going to take with McKinley. For me, I think just at viewing it, Billy, even a couple of months ago, if they could have come away and can with one of Relaford or McKinley and they got Relaford, I would have said that's a win. Okay, you got one of the two. That's that's a nice job. They were both committed A&M. You got one of them. Now with all these coaching changes, I do think there's a shot at getting them both. I just am not – I'm not there yet with McKinley like we are with Relaford. Yeah, I think you summed up everything I was going to say about him perfectly. And – uh We've said this for a while. I mean, Dom, his family, they got the process done before his senior season because they really didn't enjoy it too much and just kind of wanted to move on. Some of these highly touted uh, five-star defensive linemen sometimes take it all the way. Um, we'll have our ear to the ground. Sam Spiegelman will have his ear to the ground on that one. But uh, right now, just a little bit of uncertainty when it comes to um, where things truly stand with Dominic McKinley now that there has been the departure of Elijah Robinson. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sure. And I think, look, Billy, real quick, too, that people are asking, well, who's going to be the D-line coach? Is it Jimmy Lindsay? You know, because Brian Kelly said he, while he came back and obviously had a medical emergency in August and was away from the team. And when he came back, he helped out in an analyst role. Does he stay there? They've got John Jansen coaching D-line. Is that the permanent solution? Well, no, because Brian Kelly's already said John Jancic had never coached D-line and they brought Pete Jenkins in to help. So 
Is it Lindsay? Do they make a new hire? We'll find out all those things in the coming weeks. But people are asking, okay, Railiford, McKinley, will it matter? Guys on the team, they're trying to get back. I think that those guys and those private conversations are privy to more than we are publicly. So those guys might have a much better feel for how things are going to play out than fans or even media do just viewing it from outside the football ops building. So I would just say that when people ask, well, how are you going to recruit these guys if you don't have a D-line coach? Certainly guys like Makai Wingo, Mason Smith, who are on the team, and then big-time recruits here at the end like Relaford McKinley, they're asking those questions. They're going to get some sort of answer, more so than what Brian Kelly is giving us publicly. Yeah, and also, I mean, you know, people want change. And there's coaches, there's schools around the country that somewhere people are wanting change uh, at one position or at a coordinator level or head coaching level. And people want answers and, and quickly. And outside of the head coach, you, know, you in this day and age, you don't see the staff shake up too much before the early signing period either. I mean, there's just, unless there's a change at the top and guys got to go somewhere else, there's just not much, as much, I should say, as when that kind of second round of coaching carousel moves happens. And I'll add, I was talking to coaches around the country. I mean, guys want to go to the NFL too. I mean, that's, they don't, there's very few guys that want to stick around in college right now and recruit 365 days a year and NIL and transfer portal and recruiting. And it's just a grind. So a lot of this coaching carousel among colleges is just being kind of pushed down the line so that one, they can maybe get guys to sign um, at certain positions and spots and then go from there. So everybody wants it now and they want an answer and they feel like they deserve an answer. But like Brian Kelly said today, the only thing he's trying to do is what's best for LSU. And his exact quote today was uh, pretty interesting when he said, look, I know it's changes families. You got to pull your kids out of school. You've got to move to take a new job. I get it. But he also said, look, and he was referencing Brian Van Gorder, who was his only miss at D.C. Uh, when he was at uh, Notre Dame. I mean, he hired Clark Lee as a head coach at Vanderbilt. He hired Mike Elko as D.C. as a head coach of A&M now. After turning around Duke, he hired Marcus Freeman, who's obviously now the head coach at Notre Dame. And then with Van Gorder at didn't work. And he said, look, I fired a guy at DC three games into a season once. And that guy was in my wedding. Like, I know these decisions are hard, but I'll make them because for me, all that matters is the production on the field and winning a national championship. And I believe him not because of that. But I believe a more recent episode, Brian Pullian, the one guy he brought from Notre Dame, who's his closest friend on staff. He fired him after a year because special teams cost them games. So at this point in Kelly's career, I'm going to trust whatever judgment he has on DC, D-line, wherever this thing needs to go. Um, look, he gets paid a lot of money to figure it out, and he knows, he has said it, this is the end of the Kelly era, trained. This is it. The last stop at the station is LSU. Uh, and if it's not getting done here, I'll never win a national championship at this level. And I don't think he's going to let coaching get in the way of it or players recruiting. I think he's going to know where they need to step up, identify it, and and move forward from there. And and one thing I'll say uh, on Van Horder, he was fired in year three after three games. So people, you know, were like, "Well, see, you can do it after three games, and you can make the change now." All right, it was three three games into year three, and uh, Matt House did he was you know kind of viewed as a really good hire last year. So uh, and people were ready to send Den Denbrock into the sun. So it's just a 
it's a whole evaluation process that uh, doesn't just happen overnight. So, um, but this is uh, we'll we'll have to do another pod now that it's the off season. We'll do yeah, some yeah. more off season discussion, um, and we can do that off season discussion over maybe some HelloFresh. Shay, uh, it's Hi. time for it's time for the holidays, and uh, that is why when you have all that family coming in. You can say hello to a stressless holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, easy tips. Tasty recipes delivered right to your door. Um, you have the HelloFresh uh, dinners, of course, but they also do easy breakfasts, 10-minute lunches, snacks for adults and kids to have. So when you're kind of at a loss sometimes uh, with, you, with your family or friends that are visiting you for the holidays, Turn to HelloFresh, and uh, there's no grocery trip uh, required, so you can uh, obviously stay focused on all that time uh, with family. Look, I uh, was texting back and forth at the source right now on things. Nothing breaking, uh, but I will say I've already got the HelloFresh protein defrosting in the the sink right now. We will be eating HelloFresh tonight for dinner. I uh, told you before, I'm well into the hundreds of HelloFresh uh, meals across the past few years uh, and has pushed me above and beyond my chef duties. And now my plating duties are just on another level. I'm basically, I'm running a five-star kitchen uh, out of the Baton Rouge home here. So shout out to HelloFresh. Use the code TIGERSFREE, uh, one word, uh, or HelloFresh.com slash TIGERSFREE. And boy, I'll tell you, Billy, I just started to try the breakfast legit i'm typically an easy breakfast person just some cereal or whatever and get it going and then i eat at lunch and dinner but i might be moving into the HelloFresh breakfast phase now so i was purely a HelloFresh dinner person they might be taking over another aspect of my life making it a bit easier which is what i'm searching for here minimal effort maximum output yeah the the HelloFresh breakfast i got was awesome as well uh they took care of us in a big big way and breakfast uh with with a pregnant wife is, is becoming a little bit more important as well so go to hellofresh.com tigers free use code tigers free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while subscription is active that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com tigers free with code tigers use all those codes you can get, guys. Uh, America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, is here to stay. Um, so check them out at HelloFresh.com slash Tigers Free. There were official visits on campus this weekend. Um, and Gabriel Relliford, we talked about one of them. He was the guy that was uh, not a commitment to Brian Kelly for this uh, class of 2024. LSU hosted all Louisiana guys. Uh with the four other official visitors that were in town. Manny linebacker Tylen Singleton was in town this weekend. Uh, John Arrett, offensive lineman Kyrie Lee, uh, Warren Easton, cornerback Wallace Foster, and John F. Kennedy, uh, cornerback Bernard Causey. BB uh, was on campus as well. So uh, I talked with Wallace. I talked with Kyrie Lee, uh, talked with Bernard, um, and all of them were talking about the pitch that they gave uh, Gabriel Relliford and a lot of them felt like it stuck uh, with them, but this is a celebration for them and their family before they put pen to paper and and you know lock in for national or for the early signing period and in some cases enroll early. So a great weekend uh, for LSU, and if they do indeed land Relaford like we expect, uh, a successful one as well. 
Big one. And look, I think Wallace Foster is one of their better recruiters. It's good to see Causey over there. Um, Kyrie Lee is the guy I think is a pretty good recruiter who was there. So it seems that the group that they got in and they spread all these commitments out. So these next couple of weekends before the dead period, they'll host all their commits because they don't, they didn't really, I don't think they hosted a single commit over the summer. Um, I don't believe so. Not even Durham and them. I don't think, did they take official? Maybe Durham did I'll scroll back. already. But of the Devon, Louisiana Devon, guys, Devon Keys took his official visit already for the Florida. Yeah, that was game. a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, um, so pretty much everyone. Weston Davis, Weston Davis, Ethan Callaway, Jelani Watkins. Okay, so your Louisiana guys is who are left to take official visits, pretty much. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so they'll spread those out over these next uh, couple of weekends. During the week, they're out recruiting, so they're doing in-home visits, school visits, all that stuff. And um, from just talking to sources, like I said earlier, Relaford, McKinley, those are kind of their big targets late. We'll see if Draylon Miller pops uh, back in the conversation. Terry Bussey, I know five-star, we're not talking about him. He has just said that he plans to sign in February. So not someone we're worried too much about, you know, talking about right now in terms of what happens in the next couple of weeks, unless he changes his mind and announces early. But it's about just making sure that all these commits are locked in, good to go. Uh, and planning on signing with LSU in December, and that looks to be the case right now. I don't, I don't see any defections at this point. Yeah, that's good news for LSU. Great situation for them to be in. Just again, shoot for those big targets and and see how the chips fall. Shay, uh, we got to do an ad read here with uh, our buddy Andy Ludicky uh, with My Perfect Franchise. Usually during the season, you and Maddie B are locking this one down, but Andy. Uh, heads up myperfectfranchise.net, and it's that perfect opportunity to leave that corporate rat race for the American dream. Yeah, yeah, I can take it, Billy. I I rock this one with Matthew each time on on Sundays, so people are used to it, uh, and they know you said it. Um, look, this could be a side job. This could be something that you're wanting to quit your job and take on something new. Maybe you've got a passion, but you don't know kind of how you want to start a business based around it. Um, whether it is just diversifying, um, getting into it in a very small portion. You don't have to be a 100% owner. You can be a 10% owner, a 5% owner. You want to get into, and if you do, if you want to get into any sort of franchising situation, become a franchisee, Andy has you covered. Um, and what the best part, I say it every Sunday when we did the, the game or Saturday night when we did reaction podcast, it's free to call him, like 100% to run down everything you would need to know. And he will ask you and you can have ready for him any questions but again what are your passions what what are you seeing out there that's working in your town or your city or your state or what do you think y'all lack i mean these are the things that lead to people opening up franchises or becoming franchise owners and or jumping into a franchise uh and then it really taking off he's got access to an extensive extensive data book uh, of different spots uh, that he's been worked with in the past and uh, it continues to work with uh, now moving forward. So all of the consulting, helping people find the franchises, helping it kind of fit your skill or your time, look, time requirement, whatever you have. If it's, I got kids, I'm married, I'm working this job nine to five. Like I don't have a ton of time for that. There's people out there still doing it. Um, and that's what Andy wants to stress. So hit him up. It's free to call him 404-973-9901. That's 404 404- Nine seven three nine nine zero one, or Andy at myperfectfranchise.net. That's Andy at myperfectfranchise.net. 
net. Um, so shout out to Andy. Thanks for all he's done for us. Yeah. Good friend of the the program there and Andy Ludicky. So uh, Shay, we saved the best for last and let's lead off with the upcoming news. I would say, uh, unless you really wanted to get to uh, uh, the Bryce Underwood talk right away. Um, but the, the upcoming news is that LSU is now looking ahead to what's next in this class of 2025. And uh, the big one, uh, that's coming up is Harlem Berry, the number one running back in the country. He's set to make his decision here really soon. Uh, Shay, this is one where we've got our on three RPM picks in on him. Uh, all signs pointing to the Tigers here uh, in just a couple weeks. Yeah, I think the big competition here is probably Texas. If you were to circle a team that maybe had his attention, but um, I also and look, Florida has been involved. There's been others. At this point, it's just about getting it across the finish line. Um, they're crossing their T's. They're dotting their I's right now. Both of our picks are on LSU. This is a kid out of New Orleans at running back. And as you know, number one running back in the country, a five-star. And on three, we have him as a top 10 overall player in the country, which is uh, high, high praise for a running back to fit into that because we kind of mock or kind of compare it to the 32 five-stars like the NFL draft and often try to order it out that way. And not a lot of running backs are going in the first round uh, these years. Only the very special ones. That's the light Harlem Berry is viewed in right now uh, by us at On3 and by coaches all over the country. He's electric. If you have not, do yourself a favor before December 18th. Go to On3, Google Harlem Berry On3, go to his profile, scroll down, watch his highlights, go to Google and just Google Harlem Berry huddle highlights, anything you can to get your hands on him. This kid is electric. It's so much fun to watch him play. Um, and I think this, look, we talk about Keelan Moses being a big addition. You get Harlan Berry in the boat. That's a second top 10 prospect in the country. Not at a position overall, Billy, for 2025. In addition to DeCorey and Moore, it does not get any better than that. And uh, for me and for you, uh, I'll speak for you here, Billy. Uh, I, we think that would be one of two dominoes they could drop in addition to James Simon who Harlan Berry's in New Orleans. James Simon is uh, holding down North Louisiana and has had a great junior season. Um, shout out to his dad, who just got the interim uh, Grambling head coaching job. Uh, they faced him this year, uh, so that was a cool family experience for uh, the Simons. But yes, I, James uh, has not set a decision date, but it wouldn't shock me if he wasn't that far behind Harlem. I think that Harlem is going to end up at LSU. Let's see what happens between now and the 18th, but I uh, think that will be a nice early Christmas gift for not just the LSU staff, but the the fans uh, who are out there who love recruiting and love it when they add five stars. And look, Billy, it's Frank Wilson. It's New Orleans. It's a running back. Do we really think he's going to miss out on him? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, all signs point to LSU. So uh, I trust in Frank to uh, get the job done here. Uh, James Simon will play for a state championship on Saturday against St. That's Charles right. Catholic. Uh, so shout out to uh, Calvary and St. Charles Catholic as well, but uh, specifically off that one, uh, the Calvary Baptist team uh, that's been rolling through the playoffs. So uh, good luck to the, all the teams in Louisiana playing for state titles this weekend. Uh, Shay, we do have one more big discussion to roll through, and that is the Bryce Underwood discussion, the weekly guest on the show, it seems like, uh, who did uh, not uh, get it done uh, winning a state championship uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend, but uh, he is very much now focused in on his uh, upcoming decision on January 6th, which is honoring his great-grandmother who passed away. 
Um, he's had this commitment date in mind for a long time. And our Zach Libby with the Michigan site spoke ex- exclusively with him on um, Tuesday as we're recording this and uh, got some more tidbits from him, got a little bit more of a, a temperature uh, on where he's at headed down the pipeline uh, to his uh, January 6th decision. And we really like where LSU stands uh, as we have for a while now. Yeah. If you go to the Bengal Tiger right now, it's $1 uh, to get you uh, well, $1 gets you a month, and that carries you through signing day, through the entire portal window at this point, through all the coaching changes that could or could not happen. Never a better time. The board is popping every day with questions where they're hanging out. Uh, but, Billy, you had an article up today with quotes from Bryce. Um, and remember, guys, they put up billboards up there of Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman in Michigan, multiple of them. Uh, they've been recruiting him heavily, and this decision is coming up. He gave quotes on all of those things. So. Uh, check out the Underwood article on the Bengal Tiger. It's on the homepage right now on Tuesday. But uh, no matter when you join, uh, if you join for a dollar, you'll be able to find it right there on the front page. Uh, I don't feel any differently here. I just want it to get to the dead period before I put it in on three RPM pick. But I loved this, Billy, because this was some like old school recruiting grind story today. Um, We'll take you behind the scenes. So Michigan is the in-state school, and they took a commitment from Carter Smith, who's a very good quarterback out of Florida. And that kind of felt like the white flag was being waved on the in-state five-star in Bryce Underwood. Even EJ has said many times, EJ Holland, who uh, is up there at the Michigan site, that he thinks that Bryce Underwood's going to LSU. Well, apparently another site that's not the on three site reported that Bryce Underwood was at Michigan today on Tuesday Uh, in the quarterback room watching film with the quarterback coaches on an unofficial visit. And uh, EJ and the gang, they send Zach Libby over to Belleville and catch up with Bryce in the parking lot. Uh, After he gets out of class, Bryce comes out and says, I'll meet up. We'll do an interview and confirms I am not in the quarterback room at Michigan right now. I'm actually at school. I'm just getting out of class. And he also said he has no plans on being there this afternoon. He has not set any Michigan visit dates. So Michigan fans, I think, were on some emotional roller coaster the past 24 hours thinking that Bryce was coming in and then he was sitting in the quarterback's room. And then it turned out he was in class at Belleville and he was doing none of those things. So uh, LSU and even Zach Libby said it um, on the on through board that he still thinks it's LSU. EJ thinks it's LSU. Those guys are up there in Ann Arbor reporting from the ground, driving to Belleville, the hour drive to see Bryce Underwood reporting from his mouth uh, and then sharing kind of their feeling for things. And they feel LSU. We feel LSU. I just am ready to see if this gets to the dead period without him making any more visits. Yep. That's pretty much all we're watching. But um, I mean, it just, like we've said now for a while, it's kind of beating a dead horse at this point, but um, unless something, unless he has is fully intent on surprising everybody uh, we feel pretty good about where things stand with LSU here and and we'll see if the Tigers can get it done. And um, it'd be a massive, massive land um, for so many reasons, but to get a guy like that, so talented uh, to come your way would be huge for the Tigers. So we're gonna keep our eye on it, but he had um, good things to say about, uh, you know, what he thought about Jaden Daniels. He said, you know, the Heisman trophies, he's happy for him and all those things, but I'm not going to, you know, weigh into his decision as he's, you know, his own guy. He doesn't want that pressure on himself, but, um, you know, he just has you know, kept it pretty cool. Bryce is a pretty cool customer when he comments. He doesn't get too high, too low. Um, I spoke with him uh, back in um, March uh, or maybe even February at Battle Miami, and he's just 
it's a cool customer, really, really chill. So um, he doesn't really tip his hand in a way with his comments. Yeah, well, I'll say this. He lets, uh, then if he doesn't want to talk off the field, then he does it on the field because boy, can he play uh, number yeah. one overall prospect in the country. And if he commits to LSU, Billy, that would give them th- on on three, three of the top 10 overall prospects. Doesn't matter which position, three of the top 10 overall prospects in the country. And there's still been buzz that Ryan Williams, who is the number one receiver next year, DeCorian Moore, LSU's commitments, the number two receiver, that he might reclassify. We could look up at the end of January or after January 6th, Billy, and say LSU has the number one receiver, quarterback, and running back all committed to them. That would be a first for LSU's program, obviously. And boy, the dominoes would probably keep falling from there. And at that point, they would hold the number one class. And then it's can you hold on to the number one class and all those commitments? We'll see. But first, Harlan Berry, December 18th. Then we get to uh, Bryce Underwood, January 6th. Then we can talk about number one class or not. Yep. Fun times, though, uh, for 2025. Better than January. talking about them not getting any five star. I mean, Man, these are all we five paid, stars. We, we paid our dues this cycle. I tell you, I tell you yeah, that. No, uh, I like, cool. Don't be low on them. I like some guys. I like some guys. No, 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 no. I do. But the whole cycle, it was, uh, all right, everybody. All right. Defensive line therapy session. Here we go. And now they're two days away from getting my favorite, one of my favorite defense linemen in the whole country. Oh, yeah. There you go. See, it's, that's what I was saying. We, we paid the dues. And uh, what was my quote? It's only July, guys. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, good stuff. Another recruiting pod in the books. Guys, subscribe to TheBengalTiger.com. It's just a dollar to subscribe. We're going to get the hat situation back up and uh, rolling here at some point. Get our shop back up and going um, as far as shipping them out. Um, But don't. You know, forget about that um, when we do roll the hat. Yeah, we'll, out. I'll announce it on the pod and I'll tell you because apparently I'm about to get a link in the coming days, I believe, to where you just click on it, go to it, and you can get your hat. So, yep. Appreciate all you guys listening. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the week. Portal week is off to a strong one on the Bengal Tigers. So stick with us for plenty more coverage of that. For Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. 
Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.